This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello, rock and rollers, and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English, episode number 217, baby. Oh, yeah. In today's episode, I speak to the Hell Razor. That's right, he is raising hell again. And we speak about the benefits of travelling alone. Yes, that's right. Hopefully, we will all be able to travel soon. We also share lots of stories from the past, as always. And as I was listening back to the podcast, I thought to myself, have we shared these stories on the podcast before? I'm not sure. You tell me. And if you have heard some of these stories before, then you can officially say you are my friend. As it's quite a common thing for my friends to say to me, we've heard this story before. So count yourself lucky. And also, like grammar, it's always useful to kind of refresh your memory, isn't it? Um, so in today's podcast, you will also notice that the Hellraiser's audio is a bit shit, basically. I'm not really sure what happened. The Hellraiser, as you know, is a loose Canon. So there's some nice vocabulary. A loose canon is someone where you don't know what to expect from them. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. You don't know. Um, and this week, we got shit audio. That's what we got from the Hellraiser. But it's okay because, as I always tell you, when you are in a pub or in a bar or wherever speaking to someone, you cannot always hear perfectly. So as much as I love good audio, it is is also a useful exercise for you. And if you can't understand, if you are in the Rock and Roll English family, obviously you have the transcript on your phone. And if you're not in the Rock and Roll English family, good news, because membership will be open again from next Monday. Okay, so maybe you will be hearing more from me in the week. So keep an eye on your podcast app. There will probably be a few bonus episodes and stuff like that. Anyway, here is the conversation. I also make another mistake when speaking today. I use the wrong word when using an expression. See if you can notice. If you can't, I will tell you at the end. Anyway, here is the conversation. Happy listening. Hellraiser, how are you today? Martin, I'm great. How are you? Always fantastic. Always fantastic. Um, I suppose it's too late now to say Happy New Year, isn't it? The the, the time period has t- finished, I think. I, I, I think you can say that to about the 10th of January, no? First week, up to the that's... 7th, that's it. Otherwise, it's just stupid. <laughs> exactly. Well, okay. Well, I hope you have a shit year then, okay? Yeah, me too. Probably will. Exactly. Okay. Positivity. That's what we want. Um, anyway, Hellraiser, how do we usually start the show? Reviews, reviews, reviews. Yes. Said that three times for impact. I like it. Do you think we have a review? I'm um, in a festive period. People not. An answer today would be good. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, yes, we do actually. Um, we do. I put out a cry last week for reviews and the rock and rollers responded and we have one here from melissa mate i think and it says this is the best podcast ever i thank luke thompson for hosting martin and dan on an episode of his podcast so i could find this gem i'm not sure if it's because of my wicked and childish sense of humor or because my english is actually getting better but now i'm addicted 
to you guys. I listen to rock and roll English every chance I get and I often crack up with laughter. Let me say sometimes it's embarrassing, but who cares? But now I feel like I'm part of the gang. Thank you, Martin. Thank you, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure so far. Keep on rocking. Boom. Wow. Wow. Thank you very much for that, Melissa. No specific mention of you, Hellraiser, but it did say thank you, guys, and mentioned a gang. You're definitely part of the gang. So kind of. I don't need to be singled out for for praise. I, I know I'm doing my job well. That's that's all I need. Okay. Uh, but she, her her being addicted to us that's that's big. That's big. That's very big. Um, lovely rock and roll vocabulary there. When uh, the Hellraiser said, "I don't need to be singled out, so I don't need someone to specifically talk about me." Um, anyway, Hellraiser, do you know what we're talking about today? Oh, I've got no idea. Okay. Well, this is very relevant to you, actually, because we're talking about traveling alone, because I know you've been on a bit of a trip recently. You're a bit of a free spirit hellraiser. Also, I've done some traveling on my own in the past. I actually traveled the world. Okay. well, I I went to like Asia, Australia and America um, for three whole months completely alone. Okay, that's how I rock. So. I'm also a free spirit Hellraiser. Is that true? I thought that you had uh, Boom Boom with you for some some time. Different trip, different trip. Boom Boom sort of set the seed with me, okay? A nice term there. So he planted the idea of travelling in my mind, and then I thought, I'll have a bit of this, which is another nice term, so I, I like this. So that was when I was 19 with Boom Boom, but then when I was 23, oh, just... You know, just put a T-shirt and a pair of shorts in my backpack and that was me, Hellraiser. I was off. I was off around the world. Nice to know you remember, but um, thanks. I don't even remember. How long were, how long were you gone for? I didn't, I didn't miss you at all. How long was it? <laughs> I didn't even realise you'd gone. Okay, thanks. I mean, it was only three months. So, you know, we easily go three months without seeing each other. So, you know, def- definitely <laughs> possible. Um, yeah, but so good news though, Hellraiser, because I found out that people that travel alone, apparently, according to the British Psychological Society, are more intelligent. Okay, because they get more satisfaction from spending quality time with themselves, um, and the ultimate key to happiness and satisfaction is being able to spend quality time by yourself. So, Hellraiser, tell us about your trip. Did you spend quality time with yourself? I did. It was, I mean, I am excellent company and I <laughs> had a, basically a honeymoon with myself, which uh, which was pretty good. It was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Exploring Africa and exploring yourself, I think. No? Definitely. Yeah. Yep. Every, every day is a new journey. Um, I, uh, I did have a bit of drama though, so I... Decided to go to uh, Uganda and then Mozambique afterwards. Mm-hmm. Had all the holiday planned out. Had the the trip all sorted. Um, and then when I got to the airport in Uganda at half two in the morning, um, they wouldn't actually let me into Mozambique. They said, uh, no, you can't come. So uh, You do look like a shady character. So a shady character is someone you think, do we want to let him in our country? So just to confirm, you got off the plane, you're walking, and then someone just says, uh, where do you think you're going? <laughs> yep, get back over here, buddy. You're not coming in. <laughs> this place isn't for you. 
not your kind. So, um, so yeah, that was a bit frustrating. And and sorry, sorry, what happens at this point? They just say you can't come in, and then what? You you walk home. What what do you do? <laughs> so they just said you you can't come in, and uh, this was within Uganda. So the plane hadn't actually got off, but I wasn't allowed to get on the plane. Ah, oh, right. Despite despite many uh, attempts. I was just trying to like distract them with something else, like throw something on the floor and then run past them and try and get on the plane, but it didn't. It didn't work. <laughs> What's that behind you? And then just run onto the plane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look. Oh, there's a bomb, and then try and run <laughs> on the plane. That's the classic. You say that on an aeroplane, and then you know you can do what you want, really. Exactly. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not recommended though um, to all rock and rollers. Okay. Definitely don't say that word on a plane. Um, Correct. Okay. Well. So sorry. So where did you go? You wanted to go to Mozambique. Yep, got turned away. Apparently it was full up, couldn't get in. So then I went to Kenya instead. Okay. Which I, I definitely recommend it for okay. uh, everybody. It's great. Good. Um, lovely vocabulary there. Turned away. So that's when someone doesn't let you in. I haven't really heard that term since I was about seventeen. Often <laughs> a term we were very familiar with, Hellraiser, when we used to try to get into nightclubs. And the bouncers, so the security, would, would often turn us away um, for, for many different reasons. Um, but my, my favourite time was when the Hellraiser tried to bribe um, someone to, to actually let us in. So when you bribe someone, it's when you pay them money and say, like, let us in. And I think the bribe was £5. Um, so quite significant. No surprise that he refused the bribe and <laughs> quick, quickly told us where to go. Um, but great times, great times. Um, excellent times. Excellent indeed. Um, so coming back to the traveling, apparently it says here in this article about the benefits of traveling, traveling alone. You will never hear a solo traveler tell you anything but how wonderful, life changing and liberating it is. Is that how, how you felt in Kenya? Liberated? Not, not really, man. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was just it was just a, just a holiday on my own I, basically I, I went because nobody else would go with me it wasn't out of like <laughs> choice oh I feel you Hellraiser it was the same as me when I went travelling around the world I told everyone it was because I was a free spirit but really because no one wanted to spend time with me that was the real reason could you imagine spending three months with you oh yeah oh god <laughs> just awful H- having headaches being hungry just Oh, oh it'd be totally awful. Exactly. So I think that's why um, no one came. And I agree with you. It wasn't, wasn't really a liberating experience. It was more of just like sitting around thinking, a little bit bored, a little bit bored now. <laughs> so <laughs> not sure but, what else to do. Um, but when, yeah. you, when you travel alone, you have to do things alone, which maybe you've never done before, which can seem quite strange. For example, eating alone in a restaurant. How how was that experience, Hellraiser? Oh, I love that. Because you, you've got this kind of like mysterious vibe to you and you're just like, the people are like, oh, who's that guy? He's eating alone. Yeah, that, that, that the vibe you've got is probably the, the reason why they don't let you in to uh, countries. They're probably actually thinking, should we let him in this restaurant? Does he deserve to come in? <laughs> Get off that beach, mate. That's not for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, I, I also enjoy um, going to restaurants alone. I've done it 
many a time and I term there lots of times I've done it many a time when I was actually traveling traveling alone um I think I was in Malaysia actually and these two girls that were staying in the same hostel as me saw me alone obviously took pity on me and then they said oh you can come and eat with us if you want and at that point I really wanted to say I, I actually prefer just sitting on my own <laughs> It was a bit difficult to do, though, so I had to say yes, but I, I really didn't want to. What's wrong with that, though? I mean, eating on your own is great. I, oh, Getting drunk on your own is great. <laughs> oh, I tell you, when I get drunk on my own at a restaurant, I think I'll, I'll have a cheeky beer um, and I have a couple. And then when I start making jokes to myself, oh, God, the, the, the jokes are just so good. Like it's just it's just so much fun. It's a golden time. Also, do you find yourself like making like made up speeches in your head as well and just like saying those 100% 100% yeah lot lots of that's what you have to do when you're traveling alone people okay so if you ever go to a restaurant start thinking about those stories um I also actually went to a cinema on my own now that that was strange because generally people going to the cinema were couples and then I, I was just sitting there I chose a seat at the back because it wasn't very full. There were lots of empty spaces. I thought I'll sit at the back and it looked strange. I must admit, I think people were thinking, what is he doing back there on his yeah. own? <laughs> yeah, that that is slightly strange. I went on when I was in uh, Sicily, actually after your wedding in the summer. So uh, again, that was my second solo holiday of 2020. Um, and I, uh, I was on a, 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 a whole day cruise with uh with loads of couples it was just all couples and it was like a romantic cruise and you went past a volcano that was erupting at night time and as it was erupting everyone was like kissing and i was just sitting there <laughs> sitting there just looking at everyone thinking what the fuck am i doing here this is weird the only thing you can do there is just start taking a sip from your drink so take a sip like just to drink mm. it a little bit they will start kissing and you just think if i just start drinking then it looks like there's no problem. I'll just have a mm. sip of my drink. Or the other classic, now, this wasn't the case when I was travelling on my own in 2008. Get your phone out, like, you you know, look like you're doing something. Obviously, you're not, but just get that phone out. You've got an important message from, you, you know, from your significant other. So, you know, sending a picture of the volcano, maybe. I mean, you can't get your phone out and text whilst the volcano is erupting can you that's like that just feels rude to the volcano <laughs> yeah and you there's if there's one thing that you don't want to offend it's a volcano yeah absolutely because not that volcano can seriously seriously fuck you up well remember pompeii <laughs> you know <laughs> exactly i think that happened because someone decided to mess with the volcano thought they were bigger than the volcano got a bit big for their boots thought they were too important and the volcano quickly showed them you know who was boss exactly i don't want that it's it, who does who does um and then when i w was looking at things to do like on your own i did quickly think what other things are strange to do on your own and i did get an hilarious list um one of <laughs> them was go bowling have you, have you ever done that on your own hellraiser <laughs> I will, I will now. If you do go bowling, though, a good thing to do would be to steal the bowling shoes, which you used to love doing when we were teenagers, Hellraiser. Go there and then go home 
with the bowling shoes that they give you, which <laughs> you seem to think was hilarious. There's nothing funnier than getting on a bus with bowling shoes. <laughs> to be fair, it was fucking funny. Hell, the Hellraiser used to go there with like really cheap shoes that maybe got from the market, you know, two ninety nine. <laughs> leave them at the bowling alley and go home with bowling shoes. So, you know, everyone's happy. You know, they don't. <laughs> I don't know if the bowling alley are happy with the, the 299 shoes that you left them and not the bowling shoes. I don't think they can give them to someone else. You know, I go bowling and then they give me these 299 <laughs> shoes with no protection. I, I'm not sure if the bowling alley was happy with that. Another person who wasn't happy one time was my uh, my mum when I went home and she was like, where are your actual shoes? And I said, they're at the bowling alley. <laughs> so she made me go back to the bowling alley with her. She drove me there and said, you better get your shoes back because <laughs> you can't wear those ones to school. That That is rock and roll, isn't it? Stealing bowling <laughs> shoes and then being driven back by your mum to uh, to give the bowling shoes back. Now. There's nothing nothing cooler than that. <laughs> uh, and the last one, which I think is quite sad, is um, playing on a seesaw. So a seesaw is like the like wooden thing you sit on, let's say, where you, you sit on each side. It's just the saddest thing in the world, isn't it, to see one child on a seesaw? Yeah, that is that is sad. That that I'm is just... sad. No, no, no one wants to see that. So if you have ever been on a seesaw alone you know we're here for us you can speak to us okay we are here um so another thing about the um solo traveling is it says that you will have at least one near death experience has this ever happened to you in solo traveling hellraiser oh many times yeah <laughs> I, I don't think it's even just the traveling thing i think this happens to you on a regular occurrence maybe see how much you can drink to avoid death or something like that yeah, just self self testing, like self experiments, seeing how far you can push yourself, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Most people when they say see how far you can push yourself, they talk about like, you know, running or something like that, like a distance or a time that they can beat to see how far you can push yourself, but maybe in your case, Harry, so it's, it's how much you can drink. Like that time I saw you drink a bottle of vodka on a bus. Do you remember that? Well, do I remember that? <laughs> Not afterwards. Uh, yeah, I was there. That did happen. Uh, uh, this The Hellraiser had a bottle of vodka on a bus. And I said to him, I bet you couldn't down that. So to down it, to drink it in one. The Hellraiser took the bet, did down it, which was impressive, I must admit. Um, but <laughs> then after that, things things spir spiraled out of control very quickly, which is a nice term to say. Like Things got out of hand. Things went crazy pretty quickly. They did. They did. Um, just as a little summary, I I lost my shoes, and uh, I uh, someone I think someone broke my nose that night as well. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, I actually remember we, we stayed at this place at the party, and my mum picking us up in the morning, and I got in the car, and then the Hellraiser got in the car with a black eye and one shoe. So uh, you know, it was a pretty, pretty, pretty good night. <laughs> and blood spatters all over my white shirt. That yeah, was, that was the that was the best thing, which definitely was, a, I suppose, a near death experience. I also had one recently, Hellraiser. I, I was just going to the supermarket with Mrs. R and R, driving down a kind of country road, and then I saw, honestly, I would say about fifty, maybe more cows, 
coming towards us like massive massive cows so i thought right i'm i'm going to turn around here there was a bit of panic going on and then the cow started overtaking me overtaking the car and the cows at this point were just being friendly they were just walking and then this dog this stray dog so a stray dog is a dog without an owner ran out and started barking at which point the cows started going crazy and a cow was like running towards the car. I thought they were going to smash the car in and I, you know, I was going to die. I like put my head like under the steering wheel and thought <laughs> like my life flashed before my eyes. I thought of you, Hellraiser. I thought I'm never going to see him again. Did you? That's nice. Jesus Christ. It fucking scared the shit out of me. It was kind of like, you know, Jurassic Park where the, the T-Rex, like the big dinosaur puts his face next to the car like next to the window is breathing on the window it was yeah almost identical to that because the cow's face was literally right next to me yeah you i mean you're comparing like a prehistoric dinosaur to a cow <laughs> similar kind of vibe they're, they're both big animals i suppose aren't they well one's definitely bigger than the other <laughs> um Okay, that doesn't change the fact I, it was a near-death experience, okay? That doesn't change no, anything. Without a doubt. Um, so another one here is meeting new people will become a daily occurrence. So did you meet any exciting people in Kenya, Hellraiser? Yeah, there's a few cool people. Um, yeah. Did, did anyone actually speak to you or did you just sort of see some cool people when you were sitting on your own in the restaurant? Pretty much, yeah. I could see a lot of other people. <laughs> I could see other people having so much fun. Yeah. I was happy for them. Happy for them, obviously. In groups of more than one, which was... which was, I just had to go back to my room, actually, and uh, I didn't want to look at them. Yeah, you, I mean, if you've got Wi-Fi in your room, like, who needs to travel the world, hey? Oh, exactly, yeah. What? Wi-Fi, aircon, close the curtains, could be anywhere. What, what is the point? And the other thing, when you're traveling alone, you obviously... You often don't have much choice of who to speak to. You kind of just take what you're given, which, which is another nice term, like accept what you're given. Um, I had this again, I think, again, when I was in Singapore, I was on a bus and I started talking to someone, a guy from London. And I thought, right, OK, he looks perfect. He's talking to me, perfect material to be my BFF, my best friend forever. And then after like a day, I realised he was just a complete idiot and i hated spending time with him so i had to move hotel i, t I told him i had a flight and i, I was i was going <laughs> and I, I just moved hotel and then after that i was too scared to go out because i thought if i see him again so i had to spend like the last two days in singapore in a hotel room because i was worried <laughs> about going out and meeting him dude that is nuts <laughs> did that really happen that that's a totally true story i i, I couldn't bear standing like passing one more second with him he was fucking doing my head in he was talking absolute shit non-stop so this is what i'm saying it's a risk it's it's yeah definitely a risk you know the, the best thing was when i went to um sicily on my own is that hardly anyone spoke english so i was just perfect for conversation then <laughs> even if i did want to speak to anyone i couldn't easy i suppose i suppose that's the good bit because then you know lots of communication um is non-verbal so you can just like smile thumbs up like drink and that's it you're fine you're fine exactly heart signs peace signs all of that kind of stuff yeah easy it, exactly this happened to me when i was in spain once I, I was in a hostel with a couple of friends and there was a very attractive girl there who uh, one of 
uh, one of the friends I was with was trying to convince her to come out with us. She couldn't speak a word of English. We couldn't speak a word of Spanish. And I just remember just seeing him making the symbol, the, like, the kind of drinking move, the international drinking, drinking, just saying beer, wine, dance. <laughs> <laughs> she, obviously, she didn't come. It's a shame. Yeah. Uh, she missed She missed a great opportunity there. So, oh, Her loss, man. Exactly. Completely her loss. She's probably having this conversation with her friends now and saying like, oh, I really wish I had done that. <laughs> Life could have gone completely differently. <laughs> I, I'm sure she's thinking about it all the time. Um, yeah. But, you know, never mind, never mind. So we've got time for one more here, which is you will find out that the world is full of wonderful people. So is this your experience, Hellraiser, from your solo travels? Without a doubt. Yeah, I agree. There are a few few bad apples around. There's a there's a few there's a few dickheads. Oh, I, I was you, waiting for that. I, I wasn't going to accept the answer of yeah, totally, because we all know that's not true. Of course, there are lots and lots of wonderful people in the world. But as you correctly mentioned, Hellraiser, there are some bad apples, which is a lovely term there to describe people that are just not so nice, really. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, um, I had an experience recently. Actually, I, I um, was at the shop with Mrs. R and R. Um, and there was a specific till, so the place where you have to pay, for disabled and pregnant people. And I thought, fucking yes, I'm getting straight in that line for pregnant people standing there with Mrs. R&R. And the people in front of us in the queue, I was looking at them and I was thinking, I can't see a lot wrong with you. Like, you you, you don't look pregnant. Like you, you seem to be in perfect health. But what can you do, Hellraiser? You can't say... You know, like, are you okay? Like, are you, are you sure? So no. I just had to wait there, and I'm, I'm sure there was nothing wrong with them. I'm sure. That, that's so annoying. Yeah, isn't it? we we had to wait an extra thirty seconds, and you know, I mean, anything could have happened in that time. Definitely, no, God, bastards. These bad apples, hey Hellraiser. Um, anyway, thanks for sharing your experience of solo travels with us, um, and good luck for the future if you do decide to go on any more solo travels keep us keep us updated i mean i'm sure i will there's literally no one else to go away with so <laughs> so yeah no one to go with and no country that will let you in so lots of options available keeping your options open i like it yeah sure okay pleasure as always hellraiser all right take it easy take it easy speak to you soon bye 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 Okay, so that was me speaking to the Hellraiser about solo travelling. So let's have a look at some of that vocabulary. We had the term loose cannon at the very beginning when I said the Hellraiser is a loose cannon. You don't know what to expect from him. Sometimes good things, sometimes bad. You never know. Do you have any friends that are loose cannons? Um, the Hellraiser also said that he doesn't need to be singled out for praise. So if you single someone out, there's a lot of people there and you choose one person. Think of a time you were singled out for praise in your life. So now on to the mistake. I said to the Hellraiser that Boom Boom set the seed of travelling in my head. Obviously, the correct expression is planted the seed. Now, obviously, I know that. It's just I was speaking fast. Ideas come in my head. And sometimes you say the wrong thing. This is what I always try to emphasize. Mistakes happen 
to everyone okay it's a completely normal thing think of it like this if you're writing okay if i ask you to write for 20 minutes without stopping so you have to write and you cannot go back and change what you have written you will make some mistakes it's obvious it's the same when you speak so the moral of the story is mistakes always happen. Um, so anyway, going on um, with this R&R vocabulary, we had the term, I'll have a bit of this when I said that I had been to Thailand with Boom Boom. And then I thought, yeah, this traveling thing, I'll have a bit of this, a lovely term to say, yes, I like this. I think I will do a bit more of this. I also described the Hellraiser as a shady character. So a shady character is like a dodgy character, someone that cannot really be trusted so do you know any shady characters um the hellraiser also told us he got turned away from mozambique so when you get turned away someone refuses to let you enter a place as we mentioned we often got turned away from nightclubs when we were 17 did that happen to you did you get turned away from a nightclub we also spoke about the bouncers who turned us away. The bouncers are the security people. Do you have any friends that are bouncers at nightclubs? If you do, they're good friends to have because they're very, very big men. We also spoke about when the Hellraiser tried to bribe someone to let us in. So if you bribe someone, you give them money and say, OK, I know you don't want to do this, but I'll give you money. So please let us do that. Have you ever received a bribe? If you have, Probably not a good thing to um, talk about. Um, have you ever tried to bribe a bouncer to get into a nightclub? Again, not the most common thing in the world, but maybe maybe you have. One other thing I would like to highlight in the podcast, the Hellraiser said, eating alone is wonderful. And I said, oh, yeah, I feel you. So that term that I feel you is a very slang way to say, yes, I totally agree with you. We had the term as well. I've done it many up time when I said that I have also eaten in a restaurant many a time alone a lovely term there just to say many times just more rock and roll baby when we spoke about drinking alone I also said I'll have a cheeky beer there's a lovely British term a cheeky beer is like you know something you're not really supposed to do because you know when you're alone it's not the nicest thing in the world to drink but you know you think fuck it I'm going to do it I know i kind of shouldn't but I'm going to do it it's a cheeky beer we also had take a sip from your drink so here's me taking a sip from my imaginary drink there we go a nice little sip um we had the term as well get a bit big for your boots when we said someone who thinks they can take on a volcano is maybe getting a bit big for their boots thinking they are too important more important than the, than they are do you know anyone too big for their boots um I then said the volcano showed them who was boss in Pompeii. So if you show someone who is boss, then you basically destroy them and win. This is often used in football. When one team destroys another team, you could say they showed them who was boss. We said that things spiralled out of control when the Hellraiser drank a bottle of vodka. So things got out of hand, which was another term we had so they got out of control when was a time things spiraled out of control for you we had the term stray dog as well when i said the stray dogs ran out and started barking and the cows were scared so a stray dog a dog without an owner but just think about this if big massive cows are scared of dogs then it's actually normal for me to be scared of dogs and i said it scared the shit out of me there's a lovely term there scared the shit out of me um i then spoke about the fact when you travel alone you kind of have to speak to 
whoever really because you don't have much choice you just take what you're given a lovely term there and the person I spoke about I said was doing my head in so then I had to leave the hotel because he was annoying me does anyone do your head in think of someone that does your head in in and we also spoke about a few bad apples a lovely term there you've got a group of wonderful people so many great people but there are always a few bad apples that kind of are not so great let's say anyway remember all of this vocabulary is on the website rockandrollenglish.com slash 217 217 obviously so i will see you all again very soon remember membership to the rock and roll english family will be opening very very soon if you have any questions please send me a message on facebook or instagram i always respond and please comment on the episode as well let me know what you think i always enjoy hearing it i will speak to you all again very soon people but in the meantime just keep on rocking baby Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.